the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Hey, welcome to One Down, the Comedy Crossword Podcast. My name is Brendan Ayer. I'm joined, as always, by Greg Warren. Greg, what's going on? Hey, Brendan, how you doing, man? Uh, not good. Not good, Greg. That's how I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. You want, you want to give me a little more? Yeah, I'll give you a little more uh, for the listeners. Uh, uh, we, uh, we, we operate on an honor system here. We don't really use a hard schedule, but we generally say, yeah, we'll do it around this. We'll record around this time. Oh, and so uh, we, we had uh, uh, last night, Greg had to do it uh, late Sunday night. We usually record on Sunday, Greg. Had to do late Sunday night. I didn't hear from him all day, so I assumed that was in place. And I said, you know, for the good of the podcast, I'm I'm a bit tired, but for the good of the podcast, I know it'll keep me up all night, but for the good of the podcast, I'll have a, a nice strong cup of coffee so I'm ready to go. I drink the coffee. I then text Greg, so what time were you thinking? And he says... Actually, we got to go early tomorrow morning. So I was just up all night, Greg. No no sleep. Okay, but you would have been up all night anyways. But with the you, podcast recorded, and it would have been a recorded. sacrifice, a sacrifice for the good of the, of the podcast. Right. I'm sorry. Hmm. That makes it worse. I thought you were going to argue just a... Genuine apology is not what I was looking for. I'm sorry, I was wrong, and you were right, and I uh, shouldn't have done it that way, man. Nah. I, did a lot of th- I did a lot of things wrong. Okay, nah, it's all right. It's all right. It's it's uh, an unexpected reaction, but genuine apology, uh, and it it works. It does work because now I feel bad uh, for even giving you a hard time. Uh, I would have probably stayed up all night anyway. You know, I had fun. I, I was uh, <laughs> looking at stuff on the internet. You know, I watch a lot of woodworking on YouTube. I don't have any tools, but I like to watch it. You know, my dad's a woodworker. He's pretty good, man. Uh, we uh, we ought to. I ought to see if I can uh, apprentice under him. I am looking for a new career. Yeah, he'd give uh, you a job. Yeah, he'd, be, he'd yeah. give you a job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do have to shout out a couple of listeners, Greg. Uh, uh, Jimmy Mason, somebody else, I can't remember the name, but Jimmy Mason on Instagram uh, wrote to me and said, hey man, that falling rock zone thing you did on the podcast last week should be a joke. And I hadn't even thought of that. I was at Hilarities this weekend. I turned that into a joke, and it's definitely going to be something. Uh, so so thank you, Jimmy Mason, and, and the other person who messaged me about it. I can't remember their name, but uh, uh, we appreciate when you guys reach out to us. Uh, let's jump right into to Monday. I didn't August. know we were doing that now, man. What's that? Patting ourselves on the back for our jokes. I, I didn't know that was a thing we were doing, but okay. No, no, no Jimmy Mason patted my yeah, back. Yeah, are, I, you, are, you, are you implying you, you that's used, a fake name? You used Jimmy Mason, who may or may not be a real person, may or may not uh, uh, be an Instagram account that you uh, created. Uh, um, you use this guy to talk about your, you know, brag about your new joke. Um, Look, Greg. But, 
If I, if I, if hypothetically I created a, a Jimmy Mason Instagram account, went back with eight years full of family pictures, uh, I think that trouble would be w- worth being allowed to lie. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I, I, I a lie is a lie, man. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Marty Martowski. He said, uh, <laughs> my comedy special was really great. And, uh, <laughs> you can, you can check him out on MySpace. Uh, <laughs> he also is on LinkedIn. So, uh, check out Marty Martowski, uh, <laughs> Monday, August 17th. Uh, this was an Alan Massengill and an Andrea Carla Michaels. Um, the theme was beachfront, Greg, which was uh, kind of cool because the the front of several words were beach related. So we had waves hello or several phrases, waves hello, surf the net, uh, shells out cash, and palms card. So uh, kind of a, a double meaning on beachfront, which I thought was pretty pretty good for a Monday. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah. I think I think I actually recognize it. Nice. Nice yeah, work. I, I, I think I did. Um, uh, three down, uh, that is a feature of a Las Vegas bandit, and that's one arm, and of course they're – referring to uh slot machines right yes, uh, yes. the one-armed bandits um i wonder if there's ever been a guy a criminal in las vegas that that happened to have one arm uh and uh i i, I imagine he could go incognito sure yeah. Sure, because uh, you know they're going to say the one-armed bandit struck like, again. Oh and it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, sure. Those, 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 uh, those things will get you. <laughs> yeah, no, get it was it was Louis, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's been robbing liquor stores all across the strip. Yeah, Louis, is that that new machine at the MGM? No, they're, I'm they're telling you, Louis? there's this guy named Louis, and he only has one arm, and he's a criminal. I got to play that thing. That sounds fantastic. You know what? Um, Just let him go. There's no way we're going to be able to catch him. Yeah. Nobody. And also knowing Las Vegas and having spent some time in Las Vegas, there's definitely a one-armed criminal in Las Vegas. (laughs) They got everything. They've got got a criminal missing every limb there is uh, in Las Vegas. Yeah. and 17 across, Greg, in blank of flowers. That's, of course, in lieu of flowers. Right. Um, and that's often or, or almost exclusively used uh, um, for uh, memorial service. Um, it'll, someone will say, in lieu of flowers, please consider a donation to, you know, blank this good cause. Um, do you think anyone ever does any anything fun you know what i mean like instead of in lieu of the flowers please donate to the als foundation you think anyone ever says like uh in lieu of flowers uh please show up drunk uh my our our (laughs) uncle would have really loved that that's what he liked yeah that uh yeah i i um 
that that sounds fun you know i yeah. uh yeah in lieu of flowers uh, i'd like everybody uh uh to go play ski ball this afternoon <laughs> yeah yeah in lieu of fl- you know our our great uncle charles was a renowned pervert uh in lieu of flowers <laughs> no one wear pants uh that- uh <laughs> yeah man i um you know you could probably start that i mean I think you got a lot of time on this earth left, but I mean, you could be one of the first guys to do it. I don't I know. Think both what? of us should say go karting. Yeah, I mean, in that lieu was of flowers, something that some of the both of us really enjoy. And 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 I think everybody should just go go karting. Yeah, the problem for us is there's going to be a lot of people that go. Yeah, I mean, I was skipping it and and going go karting anyway. That's so, true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody's <laughs> coming to mind. Nobody's yeah. Coming. Uh, uh, 65 across Greek peak in Thessaly. That is uh, Osa. That's mm-hmm. Osa, Brendan. And um, I think I'm going to put that in the Hall of Fame, man. I, I, I'm i going to make a, a move right here, and I'm going to put that in the Bonefish Grill. Most often used crossword words, Hall of Fame. And uh, there we go. How about that? I agree. I agree with that. What I would like to, um, I would like to propose a section of the Hall of Fame, a wing, if you will, sure for Mediterranean mountains. Yeah, uh, because they also use what's the they do the one in Italy. Etna. Uh, yeah, they Etna all the time. Etna, yeah. they Etna and also they. I, and yeah. there's one other one they use. So I think we've got a uh, we've got to have a little uh, Mediterranean mountain wing. Uh, okay, but you're um, with and, me on this, right? You see, you see, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's coming up all the time. It's the only reason I've I've heard of this mountain. Me too, man. Crosswords. I guess in effect, uh, it has taught me a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, now, 33 across, extremes of the earth, poles. And, you know, Greg, that that's a stereotype, man. Those guys are just like everyone Brendan, else. I see where you're going here, right? And I'm going to cut you off. They're, they're talking about, like, the North Pole and the South Pole. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good clue. Good yeah, clue. yeah. And yeah. uh, and I and I feel like I did that in the nick of time before you said uh, something that's going to get us in trouble. Well, I thought the, the 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 constructors were getting in trouble. Extremes, come on! I mean, these are these are people. No, no. Yeah, no, they're not people. As as a matter of fact, he's talking about the North. Greg, they the are North. people. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that, uh, that's harsh. 16 across garlic flavored mayonnaise. That's aioli and Brendan. I do not care for any mayonnaise. And it's uh that's that's a trick. I think I learned this uh this trick in my uh maybe late 20s or something. You know, I I, I one thing I can do is on the menu is spot mayonnaise real quick and be like, hey, hey guys, uh, n- 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 no uh no mayonnaise, but uh um I uh 
I had to find out the hard way a couple of times that uh, aioli is just a euphemism for mayonnaise, man. It took took me a while to... I can spot aioli now at 51, just a week <laughs> shy of 52. I can spot it just as quick as I can spot mayonnaise. But uh, in the early days, they tricked me a couple of times. Well, I was relieved because I agree. I agree. Well, I like mayonnaise, so it's not as big of an issue for me. But I, I do agree. And I was relieved to see someone lay the lay the facts bare in front of us it, 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 in the clue it is just it's garlic flavored mayonnaise that's what it is you can call it whatever you want but it's garlic mayo yeah uh, it's garlic it, mayo why just yeah you ever see uh, the movie coming to america brendan yes yeah great movie one of my favorite movies and uh i cannot see the word aioli without thinking of the king when his wife's giving him the business going Aeolian, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, James Earl Jones. Aeolian, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 42 across, illusionist Geller, and that's Yuri. He was a, a famous uh, Israeli. Um, uh, he, he was an illusionist, but that's not what he claimed to be. He did claim to actually have psychic powers and 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 psych paranormal abilities and uh people certain people didn't like that and there's this guy that i love uh james randy the amazing randy and he's a a great magician in his own right and uh but he had a big beef with any magician that claimed to be doing anything other than tricks. You know, he was a skeptic. He didn't like, you know, because Yuri Geller claimed he really had these powers to bend spoons and that sort of thing, whereas it would have been fine with the amazing Randy if he just said, you know, you don't know how I do this, you know. Um, right. But he claimed to have these special powers. And Johnny Carson was another guy who he didn't like people messing around with him. And uh, when Yuri Geller came on the Carson show, Carson hired the amazing Randy to make sure, because Geller claimed he had these skills. They weren't magic. They weren't tricks. He claimed he had these skills. And Carson hired the amazing Randy to come in and set everything up in a way that if that Geller would not be able to do his tricks that that if he truly if he truly had psychic paranormal ab abilities he'd be able to do it but if he if they were actually magic tricks he wouldn't and you can watch it on YouTube it's one of the most awkward Carson moments ever and Carson's loving it uh but Geller just keeps saying I don't I guess I I I don't feel the power at the moment. <laughs> and he, he couldn't do anything because Randy knew how he did all his tricks. And so he told Johnny exactly what to do, exactly what not to let him do to uh, to pull the tricks off. And uh, it's so awkward. It's on YouTube and it's great. Uh, it sounds just, painful, man. Well, but the guy was a fraud, you know? The guy was... I, I mean, I, don't you think the amazing Randy sort of broke a code by revealing another guy's tricks? No, he never revealed revealed the tricks he didn't say how they were done but his problem was he told, you know, he told carson what no he didn't even tell him he just stopped it he told him how to stop it you know oh, okay. uh because because the thing is the code is you don't tell a magicians tricks but there's also a code among magicians you don't say you're actually doing magic you don't convince people that stuff exists that is that a code exist. or did you just make that up 
That was according to Amazing Randy. It is. I don't okay. quite know. All right. Uh, Amazing Randy's got a standing a, a standing million dollar prize on the line for anyone that can exhibit any type of paranormal or uh, uh, psychic ability, and no one no one's ever won it. Uh, but uh, I'm going for that money. Yeah. Now, what? Real quick before we go to Tuesday, Greg, sixty four across. Blank Lily. Oh, is this? Uh... That's a Sago Lily. That is the not a Monday clue of the week. I've never heard of a Sago <laughs> Lily. I thought you were going to give this. Uh, I thought the. Oh, I don't know what that kazoo is. Yeah. Uh, the kazoo like is the. You... No, the kazoo. It, it, originally, it had some vagueness in its uses it's now the not a monday clue of the week so it's a, uh, it's a very difficult clue it's a clue that belongs later in the week i got it. it so yeah it belongs on a friday or saturday yeah yeah, yeah this one sego lily i'd say s-e-s-e-g-o um you know now it's pretty gettable from the downs but come on man that's that's a that's a wednesday at the earliest did you know about a sego lily still don't know about a sego lily no, uh, I know no. Eli Lilly, gilded Lilly. I think is a term, isn't it? Sure, gilded Lilly, um, um, water Lilly. Yeah, that would be my my grandma Lilly. Yeah, she's yeah, very nice lady. Um, yeah, yeah. Might not might not play on a national scale, but uh, yeah, Brendan's uh, no- Brendan's <laughs> blank grandma Lilly. <laughs> yeah. Brendan's. I got it. It's Brendan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tuesday, August 18th. Uh, this was friend of the podcast, Olivia Mitra Frank Framke. Mitra Framke. Uh, you can follow her on Twitter at uh, L-I-V-I-E-N-N-A. Uh, she's had some nice conversations with us. Uh, and a cool little theme. The theme was the 19th Amendment. Oh, yeah, uh, man. Yeah, and it was kind of a interesting... Um, I think it was a little bit different from your normal Tuesday theme, and it was sort of telling this historical s- story through through several clues connected to the 19th Amendment, or several answers, uh, where you had uh, women's suffrage, you had the Constitution, you had Alice Paul, you had Tennessee, and so the 19th Amendment was, was what granted women the right to vote. Tennessee was the last... Uh, the 36th state to ratify the amendment, which is what makes it uh, uh, official. Um, but uh, cool, cool theme, I thought. Yeah, I, um, you know, I think I wouldn't have known about it. I mean, I knew that it was a thing, obviously, but I don't think I would have known um, that we were coming up on the anniversary. Because I, I, I was out walking and saw uh, like a, a poster in somebody's yard. Uh, you know about uh, the anniversary of women's suffrage so i was I, like i immediately kind of zoned in on this so i mean that's I fair that's fair right whatever we happen to see in our universe that week if it does aid you in solving the puzzle you can't help it right yeah that's how you get knowledge it's not like you looked it up yeah and i i didn't even know it was the anniversary that's uh uh, that's I, I didn't even realize that. I just thought it uh, it was a cool theme. So yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah I'm an uh, idiot. Uh, well, fifty three across measure fully ratified 
on 8 18 19 20 brendan Yep, seems like uh, the tables have turned, and I am the one who has not noticed something uh, this week. So uh, 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 you're the dummy. I'm the well, dumb we, dummy. What do we say about name calling? Uh, We're not in favor of it, right? Is that are we? Or is it, are we encourage it? Uh, we never really made a hard and oh, okay. fast policy, right. so nothing. We said nothing about it, okay. so it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'm the dummy. I am the dummy. Uh, 20 down, coin in an arcade. That's token. Greg, you want to tell them the greatest arcade feat ever accomplished? Yep, I will. Yeah, I will. We were uh, We were in Myrtle Beach two years ago. Brendan and I, and it's uh, the, the, the go-kart track is right across from a comedy club. I think we've covered that on this podcast sure. a couple of times. And uh, we've talked about our friend Lexi, who is, uh, Lexi's going into the eighth grade. She probably has already started the eighth grade, I'm guessing. Uh, and Lexi is, uh, she's our best friend, man. She, we go go-karting with her after the show pretty much every night, okay? Wait, and, wait, uh, we should mention uh, not, it, not just some eighth grader we met. Uh, her parents do own the yeah, club. Lex, so, Le- uh, Lexi's, yeah, yeah, Lexi Emanuel. Her her parents own the comedy club. So right, um, yeah. So uh, Lexi always goes across the street with us to go go karting, and then uh, Saturday during the day, we said she could she could bring some friends, right, uh, and 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 go go karting. Um, now the go kart, I think it was Carly and Claire. I think came with us. Okay, so we went across. We all went across and we go karted. And then um, inside the go kart track, they have an arcade, and it's it's basically like a sort of a Chuck E. Cheese situation, you know, but more adult or more teen oriented. Um, but you got to get tickets, is what I'm saying. And there's skee ball. There's a million different games, and there's this one game the crane game, and they had this giant thing. It was like a barrel, I guess is the best way to explain it. Um, and the barrel, I think you got five or 10,000 10, tickets. 10,000. 10,000 10, tickets for getting the barrel. And it just is sort of one of those things like it's impossible. Nobody gets the barrel. Nobody gets 10,000 tickets. And Brendan started getting hot. Like he kept getting close. And, and, and I mean, there was a crowd gathering around and then, uh, and we were, let's just say we were loud. We're two comedians and um, uh, uh, three middle school girls. We, we were pretty loud and we sort of, we, you know, we, we caused a ruckus. And uh, Brendan got the 10, he got the $10,000 barrel in the crane and we went crazy. We went nuts. Um, we caused a scene and we, we walked up to that counter and pretty much, I can't even remember what they all bought, but they bought well, all kinds of stuff. Here man. was the issue. For, well, first of all, I'm a claw machine man. I always have been. I'm good with well, the, the claw best machine. I've ever seen at it. So I, my said, friend Mark Poston's pretty good, but I, I, I think you're the best I've ever seen. So I, the, this was clearly a thing that nobody wins. It was, it was uh, set off to the side when we brought the thing up to the cat to the to the ticket booth. They didn't even know what to do with it. They, they didn't. Had never they, 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 they go, who, who does this guy think he is? Yuri Geller? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, so we're with these three, uh, you know, at the time, 11-year-old girls or whatever. And so they start going. So, you know, we go, of course, because Greg and I don't really care. We, we go, you know, here's 
10,000 tickets for you. And then well, I mean, we, had about, we, that, had about, we had probably about 15 to 20,000 based on yeah, the other stuff on, we won. On top of that, all the other stuff we had. So uh, we, we've got about 18,000 tickets. Um, and these three 11-year-old girls, they start going. So we give it all to them. And they start going, uh, you know, they take about three minutes and then they go, okay, I'll take one of those plastic <laughs> spider rings. Yeah, and it's two, got, it's two tickets. Sucker it's two and, uh, tickets. So, yeah, <laughs> so me we and Greg like, had to go, <laughs> no, you don't understand. We've got 18,000. Look up on the top shelves, okay? Yeah. We're, we, you're, in the, you're in the big leagues now. You can get a, 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 a pool float, uh, a Nerf gun if you want. Don't, this isn't. Uh, I think that's what that we, I think we got a pool float and a Nerf gun of some oh, type. We got, yeah, yeah, we got some fake snakes. Uh, yeah, we, we got, got snakes. We, yeah. It was big time. But they, at first, they, they had no concept. Of of what life was like when you were on the eighteen thousand ticket level, they were trying yeah. to get uh, two two ticket items. We'd be there for thirty six hours, six weeks. Uh, the way they were going, yeah, they, yeah, they were getting candy for a while. Like get the big stuff. You got to get two or three big things, and then we'll fill it in with candy. You right, know? right. Yeah, yeah. That was a big moment. I was very proud of you, man. I was proud Thank to be you. your friend that day, man. It was one of Thank the best you. things I've ever seen. It's the best thing I've ever done, really. Today. Easily the best thing you've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. 26 across, cold de blank. Brendan, that is uh, cold de sac. It's not cold de hamburger. It's not uh, <laughs> cold de folder. It's not uh, cold de ice, cold de ice cream. Uh, it is actually the Monday clue of the week. Couldn't agree more. And coming on a Tuesday, love it. Monday yeah. clue of the week on a Tuesday, love that. Uh, there is, yeah, there is no other call <laughs> hyphen de hyphen anything. Uh, call the Frank, uh, none of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, forty-seven down, complete DVD collection. Uh, maybe box uh, or complete dvd collection maybe and the answer was box set now greg i saw a guy i was uh uh, uh i was at hilarities this past weekend in cleveland great club uh and uh everyone there says hello to you by the way and oh, good. Um, they, 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 they all were just remarking uh, about your uh joke that that guy uh convinced you to do this weekend right yeah, a lot of them. I wanted to shout them out. Uh, they oh, were just boy. saying how great I was uh, all around. And <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but no, this reminded me. So I, uh, uh, my buddy Ran Barnaclo, great comic out of Cincinnati, uh, works at Go Bananas, um, where you actually started comedy, I think, or more or less, right? Uh, uh, it was one of the starts. Yeah, yeah, one of the starts. Um, uh, Ran was in town, so I took him to this really cool thrift store um, where they got all, all these uh, like cool Cleveland T-shirts and stuff, stuff like that. He he likes that kind of thing. And Greg, uh, th- this the complete DVD collection reminded me there was this guy in there that was just in heaven. He had on a cassette player Walkman. Uh, with, uh, you know, do you remember like the, uh, the, the old style Walkman, um, headphones with the red cushions 
on the ear, like it was a black headphones, but they had the red cushions, you know, Kinda. Uh, and he had on this 80s windbreaker and this guy was going to town on the VHS tapes. I mean, this oh, guy, yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, they hadn't sold this many VHS tapes in 30 years. This guy was just dancing to his music, picking out v- old VHS, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, That's the whole a, thing. a great film. I mean, this guy, it literally it was stuck in time. It was amazing. It was great. Uh, I was so happy that he had found his, his spot. And uh, where are you going with this? And he said that that uh, falling rock joke that you did was uh, just genius or whatever. Is that he took off his headphones, looked at me, and said, "Don't, this can't be real. Are you the falling rock guy?" <laughs> uh, two down, blank, Quimby of children's literature, Ramona. Brennan, she was a brat from what I remember, right? She caused some trouble, if yeah, I recall. A lot, yeah, a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all I remember. I, I think there was an actual uh, a novel called Ramona the Brat. Yeah, she was a she was a troublemaker. I did. I don't. I I was trying to remember because I mix her up with Matilda, and Matilda was a, a great oh, come young on, lady. Man, that's, that's yeah. No, you're, you're talking about Matilda was film, wasn't she? Well, no, Matilda was a classic Roald Dahl book. Yes, they made a movie out of it, but the book, uh, I'm, I'm a man who sticks to literature, Greg. Oh, I okay, sorry. So, um, Wasn't that girl, uh, I think I did like comedy shows in, uh, um, in New York with Matilda, the girl that played Matilda. Yes, yes, uh, Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson, com- yeah. She yeah, does yeah, comedy, she does, yeah. She does some stand-up, yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah, nice yeah, girl. She's very funny, yeah. actually. Very yeah, funny. yeah, yeah, I liked her. Yeah. Um, she was just on uh, Josh Gondelman's uh, podcast, I believe. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, excellent. But you guys should check that out. It's a, it's a, uh, they play games, right? Right, right. Um, uh, 45 across, computer key usually hit with the left pinky. That's tab. Greg, if you think for one second I have a level of typing ability. That allows my pinkies to get involved. Uh, you are insane. Uh, I oh, think yeah? I, I think I pressed the tab key with my elbow. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking uh, well, at my my computer right now and imagining my pinkies hitting anything, and it's just no, no, no chance. Well, you're see the thing is you're saying you're not a very good typist, and that causes you, you to type to hit the tab key with something other than your left pinky. I'm like an excellent typist and I try to add a little flair I go tongue um for for the I just I, it's a it's a little show offy but yeah. uh yeah yeah I go I go tongue for the tab key yeah, yeah no there's nothing wrong with hot dogging it a little bit yeah I, yeah I, I show off when I'm in the steno pool uh <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I, yeah I, I like to uh get a little wild man well yeah. I I'm actually a quick typist but i just never was taught i never learned so it was all on my own so it's mostly i guess the first three fingers of each hand i just have 
figured out my own methodology, which is, is wrong. You know, I never, they don't teach typing in school like they used to. They did when I was in uh, school. And, um, you know, I, my mom made me take it in high school and I sort of was like, come on. And, uh, God, like everything else, uh, I realized my mother did it for a purpose and it was, (laughs) I'm so glad she made me take typing and I was pretty good. And I'll tell you why I think I was pretty good is because from playing the clarinet, actually, I, you know, I started the clarinet when I was in fourth grade and it's a very similar thing. You're reading music, you're, you know, you're hitting something with your fingers. Right. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I, um, I'm, I'm grateful. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm terribly fast. I do have the tongue thing and it sets me apart from, you know, a lot of the other typists uh, yeah, in this I mean, pool. And that's the thing. A lot of typing competitions are speed for speed and accuracy, but I've seen you involved in several. I get style um, points, man. Yeah, I get style I've seen, points. I've seen you involved in several uh, freestyle typing competitions. Yeah. And those are the ones I love. And you've got, I mean, you're doing the tab with your tongue. I've, se- yeah. I've, se- I've seen you backspace after a 360 i've seen you do a 360 backspace and that's uh that's one of your signature that's a signature warren move and uh you know i think that 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 uh that won you the the 2014 tallahassee open if i did recall yeah 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 it was uh yeah a lot of cash involved in that one too uh wednesday august 19th this was a brandon copy uh, the, the theme was two part answers along the outer edge of the puzzle. Oh so, yeah, man. Pretty neat actually. So each consecutive answer shared a word. In other words, going around the puzzle, uh, uh, you know, it, in a, in a clockwise motion, it was lifeboat, boat, show, show down, down, play. Oh, and, we don't have to and, do them all. So Come on, yeah. man. It, Greg, do you think I don't know that? I you, you as you, you said that I was saying as you said that I was saying and so on. And so on going forward. Now this is wasted I more know, time. I know, but sometimes what you do is you go and so on and then you read the rest of them. No, no, I've never said it. <laughs> That's what you think a, a person does. They say and so on, which I'll now do. <laughs> <laughs> Etc. Which let me tell you what the etc. encompasses. <laughs> That's why uh, it, this is a very uh, loose. Um, uh, this is a departure here, but it reminds me of. I've always thought it'd be funny if when you know when somebody like swears uh, in copy, they they write like ampersand. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, at yeah, sign, yeah. percent yeah, sign, yeah. asterisk, <laughs> yeah. asterisk, yeah, uh, exclamation point. I always thought it would be funny if somebody would do that, but also have the swear word within those characters. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. hey, man, this yeah. sort of defeats the purpose of what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Or or do the do the wingdings or whatever you call it, and then it, in parentheses write the swear word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Steve, the whole reason we do those is, is, yeah. is so we don't say them. Well, the people aren't going to know if I don't uh, tell them, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I want to give credit, Greg, where credit is due. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, for 17 across. Now we we often we often nitpick on this puzzle on these type of clues. Uh, 17 across was Puma competitor. And you know that you get stuff in the New York Times uh, crossword puzzle where it's uh, Hertz competitor. And the answer is uh, Carl's pretty good rentals, you yeah, know, yeah, and it's just, yeah. it's just not a competitor. And, and uh, the answer to 17 across Puma competitor was Fila. And I think in, in this day and age, that is spot on. Those yes, are two they go companies. they go head to head, man. They are they are. I bet you they're neck and neck, man. Neck and neck. They uh, they're even these days have moved into the, a similar type of shoe, kind of a uh, a chunky streetwear style of shoe. They are. Oh God, I mean, they Brendan's they start talking about shoes. They 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 literally. If you guys don't know, Brennan's real into tennis shoes. He wastes a lot of his family's money on shoes. He has a, a Instagram blog or something about it. I don't. Know. I don't do it anymore. This this is this was crazy. I was, and I don't know. I have no idea who said this or who told them. I was doing promo for the show on uh, uh, for my shows at Hilarious. I had a radio call in. And the guy says, "Now, uh, I hear if comedy doesn't work out for you, you've got a you've got a future in reviewing tennis shoes." And I go, <laughs> "Who t- who told you that? Why are you?" This is, uh, and also, comedy is working out for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think those are both. A lot of people see those as. Uh, e- Equal value art forms. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, both worthless. <laughs> um, Sixty-three across conveyance that may be carved. That's a canoe, Brendan. Yes. And uh, just yesterday, I was in a canoe on uh, on the Current River in in the Ozarks in, in Missouri with my uh, my dad, and my brother. Yeah. Oh, nice. How was yeah, yeah. that? That was a good time, man. It was a, it was a really good time. I, uh, yeah, we had, we had fun. How long did you, how about, about how long did you uh, paddle? It was about a four and a half hour trip. Um, wow. We wow. did about four and a half hours and it was not, and it was actually went really quick. The current was, was, uh, was going pretty well. And um, we didn't, st- we only stopped like three times, really. Um, uh, I mean, I, you know, back when I was in college, we would stop 80 times and we'd be really drunk. Um, yeah, sure. But sure. Uh, yeah, it was it was it's Missouri has beautiful rivers. Like you can you could see to the bottom of the river. Um, I mean, it's it was oh, clear. I love that. I yeah, love yeah. That. Saw some saw some turtles. Saw some fish. It was a good time. Uh, it, it, this whenever I see the word canoe, I think of uh, my friend John Drexler. He, we were we were at um, this uh, fraternity uh, uh, party. It was like a, like a, I think a summer rush party or something, and it was at my friend's lake house. And there, his dad was there. And, you know, we were kind of, I think we were like sophomores or something like that. And everybody was down at the beach and we came up to the house to get some beer or something out of the fridge. And his dad was there. And I knew his dad. It was, it was uh, Mr. Williams. And, um, and the, you know, we were like trying to be adults, but we, you know, that age where you're not really an adult yet. And we were right, trying yeah, to, and sure. I think we were a little drunk too. And we were trying to talk to Mr. Williams. He's a real nice guy. But there was like an awkward pause in the conversation. Yeah. And they, it was one of those places where they, they had an actual, a canoe, like an old, you know, this, this clue is about, it's like a, it's like, 
like an old canoe, like as a decorative piece in sure. there. Uh, wow. You know. Wow. Yeah. And uh, there's like this pause and the three of me, John Drexler and Mike Hickenbotham are sitting there and there's this pause and Drexler goes, uh, he points up at the ceiling. He goes, old canoe. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and me and, and we went down there and me and Hickenbotham were like what are you what are you what are you doing man <laughs> this, it was it was an old canoe yeah i know you idiot <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do know that feeling though when you're when you're young but you're 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 coming into adulthood and you're trying to sort of like you when you're drunk or whatever you're trying to sort of make straight face conversation <laughs> with an older guy and you're like Ah oh, man, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Oh, there's a canoe. Old canoe. Yeah, he pointed up at it. Yeah. Old canoe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, John, that is an old yeah. canoe. Yeah. Good eye. Good eye, John. Um I went whitewater rafting uh when I was in college. I went whitewater rafting. Uh and I'll tell you what the guides on the whitewater rafting uh trips do not like uh is they are not a fan of any time you hit the slightest rapid uh you and your three friends screaming white water and intentionally falling out of the boat uh what? That, you guys <laughs> that, are idiots man that that guy frowned on, he said you've got to stop falling out of the boat this could be dangerous yeah and we thought it was the funniest thing in the world to every time we hit white water you scream it out and fall out of the boat and the guy it was the worst guide trip of his life uh, yeah yeah that uh, god I, I i i hate you guys uh, uh, for on his behalf right now yeah, yeah thank you uh thank you now uh 70 across this is just interesting this is not funny 69 uh, with 69 across advantage in sports and that's a home game now greg this is really fascinating they've done a They've done studies, and I don't really know how they uh, – I'd have to read them again. I read them a long time ago, but I don't know how they controlled for these other elements. But what they found is the entirety of home field advantage, it has nothing to be – it has nothing to do with being riled up with, by the crowd. It has nothing to do – with uh, getting to stay in your own house that night rather than traveling. It is entirely due to the referees and umpires being subconsciously biased uh, by the crowd. The whole home field advantage is that the referees and umpires tend to give calls to the home team to please the crowd. I don't buy it. I did scientific studies, Greg. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. The whole home field advantage is based on that. I'll take a look. It's, it's fascinating. I'll take yeah, a look. Yeah, it's at really it. interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting stuff. And I'm not. I don't remember how they controlled for the other aspects in the studies, but it was. It makes sense. I mean, if you're an umpire, you don't like to get booed just as much as anyone else. Now you think you're being fair, but uh, the back of your mind is is kind of giving a little, uh, giving a little break. Um. Okay. 
I'll take it under consideration. I'll take a look at it. 61 Down, 1815 novel of romantic misunderstandings. That novel is Emma. Brendan, have you read it? Maybe in high school. I don't I don't really know. I think that falls under the category of my namesake, of course. Uh it's, it's sort of a Jane Eyre type. Oh, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not exactly my my favorite period of literature. I don't think I read it. Uh I will tell you I, I was involved in a romantic in under uh misunderstanding recently. There's this girl at um well, this girl that I thought was my girlfriend and uh she thought that i was just some guy that had seen her at starbucks a few times mm-hmm. yeah no that's com- it's common and i don't blame you for that uh yeah. i've had that many we times said I've- uh, i mean she said hi uh brendan i'm not gonna say lasciviously but she, she i mean she, it wasn't just hi okay right no i get that yeah i I had that same exact thing when I was in elementary school with Paula Abdul. Uh, Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I thought we were dating, and uh, yeah, yeah. And turned she out, thought, yeah, turned out, turned that out, po- turned out, she's the cold-hearted snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turned out, uh, that, snake. <laughs> that, turned out that that poster uh, stared at everyone with those same, <laughs> with those same uh, sultry eyes. Uh, uh, I had we a are bit of, we are we are running way late. All right, man. Uh, okay, all right. Let's move on then. Uh, Thursday, August twentieth. This was a Grant Thackeray. Oh, uh, while, while we're at it, Greg, how'd you do this week? I. Let's see. I got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, this Thursday enraged me. It was uh, it was my own fault, but it enraged. I missed it by one one word. Uh, pH scale. I just couldn't get. Um, I did not get Friday. I did get Saturday, and I missed Sunday. Sunday was more of a. I didn't get it, but I, it was more of a run out of a time thing. I think you were I, out I, on the river. You were canoeing. That's. I fine. thought I yeah. might have had a shot. I'm not saying I would have got it, but so I went uh, four for seven, which for me is passable. If you you yeah, know, it's like, fine, especially it's, with a rushed Sunday. Um, it, it, uh, getting the Saturday, you know, made me feel like I wasn't uh, complete garbage. But and did you go seven for seven? No, I I. Shortsy, classic shortsy faked on the Sunday. One letter off, classic shortsy fake. Uh, and I'll give it to you when we get there. But uh, okay. I, I was kicking myself because it's it, it was supremely gettable for me, and I just locked into an answer and when when I shouldn't have. But uh, uh, Thursday, the the, the theme was basically uh, based on the children or the young adult novel, A Wrinkle in Time. Neat little uh, theme because I do think it, it helped you once you understood it. But it was three oh, clues yeah. that contained the word time. Uh, but as soon as you got to the T in time, time was spelled in a square. So in other words, uh, for instance, uh, uh, they would give you uh, an answer would be sentimental value instead of sentimental value. And then above the T was an I, above the E was an M. So time was in a square. So in other words, making... Uh, 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 a wrinkle in time. So uh, also they did that with what I meant was, and they did that with Mortimer Mouse. So uh, what, what, I uh, like this theme uh, because it did 
aid you once you understood it. It helped you solve. Because as soon as you got to the T, I knew I'm going to put time in here. Um, and, and, and that helped. I think this is one of the best themes I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah, I wow. think it was re- I, I, because it was uh, because it, it did help you. It was a little tricky. It was gettable, but it was a little tricky. And then the theme, a wrinkle in time is just spot on. It's it's a wrinkle. You, you got to yeah. it, it, yes. jump up a little bit. I, I thought it was um, uh, maybe the best uh, theme I've ever seen. See, I felt I actually felt that way. Uh, I felt that way about Sunday, but we'll get there. Uh, we'll get there now. A little little nitpick here on Thursday, Greg. I, I want to get your because you know me. I'm I can be uh, persnickety, so I want your opinion. Thirty two across uh, relatives of violas, and that was Chelli C E L L I. Nobody now, says it. Nobody exactly. St- nobody it, says, it, and I think they probably. I, I think they probably say cellos. They say cellos. Everyone yeah. says cellos. Now I understand by the dictionary, celli is probably the plural. Uh, it's probably an alternate plural of, of cello, but nobody says that. You know, yeah. It's just, it's just. Uh, I don't like those kind of clues. Uh, and the, yeah, they would probably say the cello section. Yeah, they say the cello section, or I picked up a load of cellos, or I stole a truck full of cellos. I'm yeah, trying right, to Brendan, unload them. Wait, I don't know. Um, my name is Brendan Air. Uh, you can get at me <laughs> on right, Instagram man, just, just if you're looking off, to man. buy 78 man, cellos. This is what uh, I was. Af- uh, 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 this is what I was afraid of when you spent time in Cleveland that you were gonna you're gonna reconnect with your, uh, you know, derelict friends who traffic and. Uh, stolen musical instruments and uh, I was afraid you were going to get back into that and obviously you have um, well don't don't drive a cello truck through the wrong neighborhood that's what ah, I always boy. say jeez ah, I, I, I really wish um, <laughs> yeah uh, 43 across why blank thou promise such a beautiful day a comma a, a shack um, it's why didst thou promise such a beautiful day and uh, and I guess Shaq said this. I don't know if he said this on the basketball court or if he said it in um, w- when Shaq did it. I th- I'm guessing this was part of his rap album. Uh, uh, the, uh, Shakespeare, Greg. Shakespeare. It's uh, not Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, it changes it. Uh, yeah, uh, what's you got something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 61 down basic bio subject that's RNA um, uh, Greg I must have been in uh, below basic bio because uh, we never quite got around to RNA we mostly just looked at the inside of frogs yeah, that yeah, was, yeah, that, yeah. It, there was no RNA they I think even, there may be some RNA in those frogs I don't know they didn't bring it up they didn't yeah. even bring up the names of what we were looking at it it's was a double just, helix structure I think it, yeah, it was mostly I, just a, a butcher class as far as I could tell <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to make up for that. I feel like a man. You, you made me feel like a real jerk on that uh, shack clue, Brendan. Um, so I'm going to go to 62 down Lucy goosey. 
and, and the answer is uh, is uh, LAX. And again, I've got a problem with this clue, Brennan, because I have I lived in Los Angeles and I spent a lot of time at that airport, and I, I it was not loosey goosey at all. It's very stringent. I would say that TSA probably has more regulations at LAX than they do. Uh, it's certainly more than Burbank or, or uh, uh, lax. Greg, lax is in relaxed, uh, not LAX, the airport. Oh, so that's kind of like that shack thing, huh? Pretty much exactly the same. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, much like also the joke I did earlier with poles. The, the old one down pretending we don't understand an answer joke. Uh, and yeah, don't the, th- the funny thing about this <laughs> this uh, this podcast is that uh, uh, every now and then we don't understand the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Forty across uh, men's blank uh, legal term. That's men's ray r e a. And that's uh, Latin for guilty mind. It actually uh, um, it comes from uh, the phrase, the act is not culpable unless the mind is guilty. In other words, uh, uh, you know, you have to have you have to be intending to commit a crime. And they don't stick to this, man, because you know how many times I've tried to use and honestly tried to use i thought for sure i could park there you know uh, (laughs) and they they don't care they don't don't care they give you a ticket and that and i go i go men's ray man men's ray (laughs) i I thought that i didn't know they i there no the sign was obscured by a tree but don't you know about men's ray and the and the, the the meter Maid just, you know, goes on her way. She doesn't know about men's ray. It's ridiculous. Do they call a meter maid still? Ah, they probably don't. That's I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, uh, man. I, that's, I mean, that's got that's, that, that sounds like a some sort of a well, they gotta have a, some name because they're not official police officer. They don't have a gun. If yeah. you don't get a gun, you're not legit. All right. All right. Maybe they're uh, yeah, maybe they're parking enforcement. I don't know. Yeah, three down uh, with 20 across balance regulator. And the answer is inner ear. And Brendan, I got to say on that one for myself personally, thank God it's not your outer ear Uh, or (laughs) I would be stumbling all over the place. If anybody's seen my right ear it's uh it's what they call a cauliflower ear and it doesn't look good and uh i would just be i would be bumping into walls i'll tell you that i feel uh exactly the opposite i think it looks very cool it, pr- it proves you have a storied history in combat sports and uh, i i like the look i think a cauliflower ear looks good on you yeah i don't know i don't know um, we uh we man we we, we uh, we're gonna have to yeah. rocket through the next three man. I'm All sorry. Right, yeah. We just uh I, I we I don't know why, but we're uh 55 minutes or something. Because we're good friends. And, that's and we haven't why, got Greg. to the Friday and uh and uh, I'm guessing it's because Brendan just w- rambled on about a bunch nah, of stuff. 
it's because we're good friends and we love to chat. Now, Friday, August 21st, this was uh, the big dog himself, Alex Eaton Solner. You know, Fridays are generally themeless. This had a light theme. Um, It was... uh, Difficulty. St. Basil's (laughs) Cathedral, and there were just uh, two... two, um, You know, that was a two-part answer, and then you had two answers connected to that red square and onion dome. So it's kind of a little bit of a theme. Um, uh, 15 yeah, well, across. I thought it was a theme. Yeah, it's a theme. It, it, it just, is a theme. Man, I, I, I got beaten on the top. I didn't know St. Uh, Basil's Cathedral was, you know, that was, that was bad. Um, I, I mean, I, I kept trying to throw Basilica in there. Ah, uh, yeah, I could, I could see that. Um, yes, once, once you get a few of the, the BAS, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, uh, 15 across, Paul Blank. BAS, pa- we don't make the car, we make the car faster. Wasn't that those people? Or that's BASF, maybe? Right, right. Uh, 15 across, Paul Blank, pioneer in graph theory, Erdos. Do you know what he pioneered, Greg? Uh, no, I don't. So his theory was, because people, they'd be at meetings and they'd try and show the graphs, you know, and he had this theory, what if we, what if we put it up on an easel? That is not. Yeah, no, he said, no. we put it, we'll put it up on an easel, everyone in the boardroom will be able to see it, and they said, this guy is a pioneer. Yeah. This is that is a heck of a theory, Paul. I, I, We're going to use easels <laughs> in, until PowerPoint comes along. Right. Uh, Erdos, you are the man. Um, okay, I'll just go ahead and uh, I'll take your word for it, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thirty-seven across company whose headquarters were the world's tallest building for over twenty-five years, Sears. That's of course the Sears Tower in Chicago. Uh, I think maybe Sears just got a little complacent because they had the biggest building and stopped focusing on uh, uh, selling merchandise. I think that's kind of w- what happened to Sears, Brendan, because they're not that healthy of a business. I, I, I don't know. I don't think they're doing that well. They're not. Now, uh, the I would go you one step further. I don't even think they got complacent. I think they internally and this was private obviously they're not going to tell their stockholders but i think internally they started considering themselves a world's tallest building company yeah. so <laughs> they, hey uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh chuck i i gotta tell you I, I, I was thinking i was looking at some of our uh our clothing line and they look to be about um Hey, about twenty years behind the times. Is, is uh, should we should we take a look into that, or uh, should we maybe upgrade? And uh, get your mind <laughs> off the clothes. <laughs> They're building a tower in Dubai that's going to top us, and we've got to figure out the solution. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, I think that I, you know what uh, you know. Stop it, Steve! Shut your mouth. We've got the tools. Okay, we've <laughs> yeah. got tools. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 62 across, Greg, imported European wheels. Yeah. yeah. This 
is the one down clue of the week. Edoms, the rolls, the wheels of cheese. It's a it's a classic misdirect. Very mm. hard to get, uh, but I think it makes perfect sense. So I have no problem with it. I have a. a I mean, I think it's a good one. Um, the only thing is, like, do you bring in European regular wheels as the misdirect? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like sure. I knew immediate people import European wheels. Well, I I think the the first of all, I'm sure they oh do. cars are they talking about yes, cars? They're oh, okay. talking so, about cars because I was thinking like so they're Audis. selling the fake of cars and they're going yes. with cheese. Yeah, I think it was good. I think it was good. I gotta tell you, I mean, I think 49 across Island Locale Kitchen is just as good. I. <laughs> a double for Soners, baby, because I, I actually had that one first as the clue of the week, and then okay. I changed it. I changed it to that. So uh, two two clues of the week for for Nice job, uh, Soners. Soners. Uh, I've got more, but I think we've got to run The notorious on AES is... Yeah, uh, uh, um, I, one more thing on Friday, real quick. 33 down, one not to beat, dead horse... Um, I'm surprised Peter has let this uh, saying survive. Honestly, Brennan, I you shouldn't be beating live horses either. The saying should actually be: the only horse it's okay to beat is a dead one. <laughs> it, yeah, that, because that's, just, I, that's weird behavior, but it's not a, really harmful. It's not harmful. It's disrespectful. A bit, yeah. Yeah. But uh, don't beat any horses. Yeah, don't beat horses. Don't beat yeah. anything, to be honest. Well, you can be beat eggs. Oh, boy. Let's go to Saturday. Sorry that I <laughs> tried to shove that last clue in there. This is a Trenton Charlson uh, uh, themeless. Um, four across, Greg. Perf performer for whom... A San Diego stadium was named. That's Shamu. Yeah. Now I know Shamu does tricks and all and all that, but I I I, I just feel like performer is not quite the right word. You know, it more more like uh, kidnapped fish for whom a San Diego <laughs> stadium was named. Like he's not a perform. He's not a. a uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Yuri the, Geller. Uh, he, he's not Liberace. You know what I mean? He's a just a he's a whale. Okay, I guess, man. I mean, it, I think you know, he. Yeah, I, I, you know, you were bragging about uh, doing Cleveland hilarities this week, which is a big club and it's a great club. But I guarantee Shemu has performed in front of way more people than you. Oh yeah, Without probably gotten bigger laughs. Well, but they've done a thing like, uh, you know, how Gallagher's brother tours as Gallagher 2, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's there's there's 14 Shamus out there, so it's hard to say if you're getting the real deal. Now, you know, this is interesting. Do you know where the second uh, – SeaWorld was uh, established in San Diego in, in like, uh, 68 or something, 60, maybe 64 even. Do you, know, do you know where the second SeaWorld in the world was? Uh, San Antonio, Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> wow! Holy smokes! Yeah. yeah, 
<laughs> just the worst place for a SeaWorld. They wanted to expand at the time they felt they wanted to expand east and they thought it was an ideal location between Pittsburgh and Detroit. And it was. It was a huge hit, but it was also a huge uh it was a huge like uh hindrance because you just had all these animals you had to find somewhere to put in the winter time you yeah know? i mean so an, it, an, another huge hindrance to <laughs> sea world was the the documentary blackfish right i mean it sort of well that eventually uh kind of took them down a bit uh yeah. but uh yeah um but yeah there was a sea world in cleveland when i was growing up it didn't close until uh the whole kind of there was an amusement park across the lake from it and the whole whole thing closed uh four down relative of tie of a tie in music that's a slur um and that brendan so from a clarinet standpoint if you're going from one note to another instead of going ta ta you go da ha you just sort of right. go yeah, right um yeah you you yeah you you kind of just go right from one to the next okay they don't they, they don't really separate and I, you know, I learned that uh, in in, um, in fourth grade band, um, and it was bad because uh, originally what happened is, is that you know I I played the first note, and I said, uh, "If any of you guys think you got a problem with me," <laughs> and then I, I played the second note, and uh, and they were like, "Well, this kid is a, 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 is around too much drinking." I, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> This guy's drunk. First chair clarinet is drunk right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's not good. Um, 48 across, another little nitpick, Greg, and I don't know how you feel about this. Great deal, and that's SCAD. And I guess this is fine, but I have literally never heard that used in the singular. It's never it's in the scads. singular. It's SCAD, yeah. yeah. SCAD sounds just like a... I don't know, like a mean that you scad, like a scab, you know, like uh, it's kind of a, uh, I don't know. It's just sort of a, a, a workaround that I didn't, I did not enjoy. Um, but other than that, good Saturday puzzle. Greg hammered it home. Uh, we got to move on to Sunday uh, just for time purposes. Uh, you know us, we could talk all day about it. And we apologize to the listeners. We haven't been, um, we didn't give the, the back half of the puzzles their the, the fair due this week. And it's, again, it was probably because Brendan was running his mouth earlier in, in the podcast. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Sunday, August 23rd, this was a Barbara Lynn, very cool theme, I thought. It, the title was Musical Interlude. Um, so do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti were added into seven answers, changing common phrases to other phrases. In other words, amazing grace, they added do and making it amazing dog race. Organ donation, they added, added me and it, it, it made organ domination. So I thought that was a fantastic theme because not only were you adding these things, but they also created phrases that made sense with, with uh, kind of clever little clues for them. So very, very, very cool construction. And I thought it was really cool too. I thought it was really, really cool. And I didn't even get through all of it. I kind of ran out of time and I probably would not have gotten this puzzle. You know, there I got, you know, 
eighty percent of it or whatever, and I got some of those. And um, what I learned, I didn't know. I thought it was so not soul. Um, to, it's uh, do re mi fa soul s o l. So I learned I that. Actually, I learned that also from an earlier crossword puzzle. I always just thought it was so. And yeah, I, I think mean, it all is the other pronounced ones are... so. But I I learned that from an earlier crossword puzzle. I believe. So, so I feel uh, grateful for that. And I will tell you guys, though, if, if any of you are going to watch The Amazing Dog Race, it's a terrible reality show. It's uh, <laughs> it, it, it's just there's no dialogue. And and, and, and honestly, they take, uh, Pete is going to get involved here. They take advantage of these dogs and they just they just get them together and they they show them like uh, they give them a scent of like Paris and then a scent of you know, somewhere in Germany and then Australia and then they just, just go, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's not a good show. It's, no. it's just not. Yeah. No, uh, very few of them make it to the destination. <laughs> None uh, of them do. Brendan. A lot of them just sit down right when it starts. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I mean, the thing is unwatchable really. Uh, you got guys trying to fix it by standing on the side of the road with treats. Uh, yeah, bacon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, now I I I I succumbed, man, to a classic textbook shortsy fake, Greg. And uh, for those of you that don't know, a shortsy fake—it's a noun. It's a—it's uh, when you're certain that you are wrong in one place when, in fact, you are wrong somewhere else. And I was convinced. I had something wrong in the 85 across area where basketball player in old slang, that was cager. Yeah. I thought I must have had something wrong there. Um, turned out uh, in the uh, upper, cent- the central north section, I had Nutra, N-U-T-R as in Nutrigrain bar, and Nagiri, N-A-G-I-R-E. Oh, you had an A? Yes, I just. How do you not know? Those are two things that I've eaten before. I don't know. I have two, and I just thought, you know, Nutrigrain bar. That's how I pronounced it. I just, I was so certain, yeah, that it, that I didn't even consider going back to look at it. And uh, uh, that's and a that's, classic shortsy fake, man. And it's, and yeah. I've been a victim, and I could, you know, I could see where I would do that as well. Nutrigrain bars, Brendan. Those things. I mean, they fooled me for probably about a six month period where I thought I was eating a healthy. Those things, there's no way those things can be good for you, man. They're, 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 they're real. It's like having a piece of pie, basically. Yeah, right? most of those kind of bars aren't great for you. Uh, Quest bars are okay. There's, a, there's a few, there's a few ones that are that are fine, but most of them aren't great. Now, I was gonna, I was gonna nitpick because I assumed cager meant. Uh, street ball player because that's you know they're often surrounded by fences and stuff. So no, I, I think nit- they're talking about the net. Is it? No, they're not. I looked it up. Basketball originally was played inside a cage because they they. So this was you're talking you're talking early 1900s. Um, Doctor Naismith. Uh, yeah, it was because the original rules were lacrosse style rules that when the ball went out of bounds. 
uh, first guy to get it had possession, and so they were just diving into spectators and stuff. So they put up a cage, which later became nets, um, nets around the whole court. Wow. Um, and that you would find that up until the 30s, apparently. So I, I have no beef with this. This is a legitimate term, uh, uh, but it was interesting. I had no idea that that was the, uh, the case. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, 29 across, Greg. Bronze that's not winning any awards, and that's fake tan. And I'll tell you this right now, apparently Barbara Lynn does not follow the professional bodybuilding circuit. Uh <laughs> Because you cannot win an award without a fake tan. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, those guys are orange. Those guys are <laughs> uh, look like Oompa Loompas. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a, a big part of the industry is, is a fake tan. Yeah. I, um, I don't watch a lot of uh, bodybuilding competitions, Brendan, but um, I'll take your word for it. My friend Jimmy Dore, uh, a funny comedian um, and a, a good friend of mine, uh, a political pundit now, I think, uh, as much as a comedian. Um, Jimmy, uh, had a, he, I don't know if he ever put this in his act, but he, sometimes he said, you know, the guy I really don't think that I could ever be friends with is the guy that is proud of his tan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. We, I was at the beach. I, I, I was at the beach with some friends on uh, uh, Saturday, or no, Friday, and there was one of those guys that was doing the like every you know he's in his chair he's got the reflective thing that go that oh that, yeah that just extra burns your face you yeah. know and he was just clearly every fifteen minutes turning with the sun in his chair turning to face the, just a, a pro level tanner you know those guys where it's like hey you know this is bad for you man like um what are you talking about yeah, yeah. uh 56 across a little trivia for you greg uh william who wrote Sh shrek and this is shrek with an exclamation point uh, so it's not the movie. It's actually it oh was the actually musical. The, yeah. No, I thought it was the musical. It was actually the original children's book. Oh um, really? Yeah, it was the original children's book, uh, and his name was Steig William Steig. Uh, now trivia for you: Who was originally cast as the voice of Shrek? Um. Hmm. I'll give you a clue. It is no, not. No, I don't want a. I don't want a clue. Okay. I don't want a clue. Stop giving me clues, man. All right. It's patronizing. You, 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 just go ahead and tell everybody I'm stupid. You called me a dummy twenty minutes ago. Yeah, I know, and I had the, uh, you, you know, the, the fortitude to say it, dummy. You're a dummy. Okay. Right. I didn't have to. I try have no to... clues. Then I'm not giving you any clues. Man, this is hard without a clue. <laughs> I will give you. I a think, clue. I, you know, I think. I think it was. Uh, Paul Lind. <laughs> Paul Lind? <laughs> yeah. No. I'll rip Torn. Uh, so the, no, no, it was not Rip Torn. Rip it was Taylor. A, rip Taylor. No, it was not Rip Taylor. It, Mary Tyler the, Moore. <laughs> Mary Nailed it. Uh, no, here's the clue. Uh, it was uh, someone who was very 
different. It would have been a very different movie uh, than if Mike Myers had eventually gotten the part like he did. Although you tell me, it wouldn't have been a different movie if Paul Lind was the, was that. No, was, that's true. But although both of these men uh, are most well known for being on the same television program, Starsky and Hutch. No, okay, it was Chris Farley. Chris Farley was originally Shrek, and then unfortunately he died. And it's pretty cool. You can find YouTube clips of the original um, screen test with Eddie Murphy and 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 Chris Farley doing Shrek and the Donkey, and it's it's really interesting because it would have been a totally different yeah uh, vibe, totally different vibe. It would have been great, but totally different vibe. Um, Unfortunately, he passed away, and the the role went to Mike Myers, and Mike Myers kind of was cool enough to be like, okay, I'll do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm not going to try and be like Chris Farley. I'm going right. to do it. It's going to be Smart. a totally different thing. Um, but I, I think that's going to be one down. Uh, the the Comedy Crossroad podcast for today. Um, thank you guys so much uh, for continuing to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, One Down Podcast. Um Thank you for listening. Uh, do us a, a, a favor. If you're not subscribed, subscribe to the podcast. That helps uh, r- review the podcast. Take, a, take a, a minute, less than a minute. Write a little review if you enjoy the podcast and, and rate it. All that stuff helps. 40 uh, seconds is what I'm asking for. Yeah, 40 seconds. Give, give us 31 seconds. Just write in good. Uh, that would be fine. Uh, Greg, any, anything to plug? Uh Brendan's got this uh, falling rock joke that's just <laughs> hilarious, and uh, people are writing in from all over the world to talk about it. So you guys might want to check it out. Uh, all right. Goodbye. <laughs> One Down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer, produced and edited by John Baldwin. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One down the comedy crossword podcast.